Hi ladies, welcome back to the Put Yourself First podcast. I am feeling all cosy today. We have the heating on in our house. Officially a heating, central heating season has begun. It's the 3rd of October when I'm recording this and cosy vibes are in. I want to talk to you today about Reiki and the healing art of Reiki, how Reiki can be so beneficial for your healing, for your spiritual growth, for your journey, you know, whether that be the journey we go on together, because I use Reiki with clients and I want to talk a little bit about how I use Reiki with clients. Or you might get the nudge to learn how to use Reiki yourself because that is available for you too. So Reiki is not like exclusive to some exclusive club of people who are skilled and talented. Of course, don't get me wrong, just like some people are really skilled and talented psychics, for example, that doesn't mean that everyone else isn't in their own way psychic. It's like everyone in their own way has powerful, has the ability to channel the powerful healing energy that Reiki can bring. What is, what differentiates a Reiki practitioner to someone, you know, who is discovering it for the first time, but still has that innate ability within them because we're all made up of energy is someone who is trained in Reiki has been has received something called an attunement and what an attunement means is they have obviously received training to facilitate Reiki either for themselves or if they progress above the levels for other people for animals for groups of people. They've received certain attunements to open up their channel, if you will, to receive and be able to receive channel and emit, you know, use this powerful healing energy that Reiki is. So I want to talk today a little bit about what Reiki is, like where it comes from, what it, you know, how it works, like my experiences and beliefs behind it, how I use it to support clients' healing journey, and also just my personal journey with it and how I use it for myself. So Reiki is a, in a nutshell, is energy healing. It's an energy healing modality that was created, uh, I should say discovered, because again, it's not like someone created energy healing energy for the first time they discovered and like channeled this healing energy it was a guy in japan called mikao usui so you'll hear people dis- you'll hear people say um usui reiki and that's what they're referring to they're referring to the the founder of it if you will i'm not entirely certain if there are other other like schools of Reiki I'm sure there are but that's the one that's the one that you'll hear about the most and that's the one that I'm trained trained to facilitate 
and Reiki was discovered as this beautiful power that when you channel energy with intention to heal, it has profound impact on on other people. Reiki specifically has been, I guess, developed and promoted more and more for its for its complementary therapy. When I was researching this the other day, I saw that Cancer Research UK have Reiki listed as a complementary therapy on their website, which blew my mind and made me really happy because I think cancer is one of those things where it's so, sadly, it's so common and it's such a complex and traumatic experience for so many people to go through that it's accepted and encouraged that people receive as much support as they can from every single angle that they can receive that support in. So, you know, the irony is that, like, if, I don't know, someone was had a sore leg or whatever, you know, their first thought obviously is, oh, God, need to go to a physio or, like, need to go to a, you know, maybe if they're thinking a bit more outside the box, they might be like, oh, I need to go to the chiropractor. <laughs> or, oh, their first thought might be, oh, I need to go to the GP to get painkillers. But if you said, oh, I've got a sore leg and I'm doing all those things, but I'm also working on my the emotional stress that I've been under and why that might be contributing to this injury because there's more tightness in my hips because I'm stressed, I'm holding on to more stressful energy. So I'm going to be using Reiki and breath work to support myself. People would be like, are you mad? Like they would, you know, so many people would be looking at that person funny. So I think more and more with chronic illnesses like cancer, for example, like a disease like cancer, I'm so glad that people feel it's like, I guess in Western medicine, it's almost like, well, it's not going to do any harm. So if you want to do it, go for it. (laughs) But obviously from that Eastern view, Eastern perspective, Reiki, just like so many other energy healing tools, is, is like an inside out approach. So we are made up of so much and en- we are made up of more energy than we are matter so of course with something like disease disease ailments you know and not just physical ailments but also emotional ailments stress if you're going through a breakup if you're having a difficult situation at work there are so many things that something like reiki can support you with because your energy system needs support. So Reiki is channeled, intentional healing and loving energy that is purposefully sent to someone, you know, who's receiving it. And that could be generally sent to them, like they are receiving the Reiki energy in whatever way they are supposed to be receiving it. 
or they could be receiving healing energy to a certain part of their body if there's a certain pain in one area or a certain, as I'll get onto later, like a certain chakra, right? Or a certain um, aspect of trauma in their mind or whatever it might be. So Reiki was discovered as this beautiful energy healing that can be passed on to someone and that person can really feel the benefit of it. Reiki is very relaxing. It's something very nurturing and nourishing and beautiful to receive. But just like everything, energy can be felt and the intent of the energy can be felt as well. And when someone is intending to send you healing energy, as a human being, we're so much more intuitive than we give ourselves credit for, that is being felt and received. And to give you, you know, one small example of this, you know, when people say like, I can feel eyes on the back of my head, someone is in the room and you can tell that they're looking at you or you can tell that they're approaching you, even if you can't hear their exact footsteps behind you, even if, you know, you literally can't see them because they're behind you, but you can feel their energy. And that, you know, just illustrates how influenced we are by other people's energy. So the beauty of Reiki then is that that person is sending you healing energy to support you with your healing journey, to support you with whatever you're going through. And when you think about how important energy is for literally everything, (laughs) you can see why receiving energetic support is just as important as receiving, say, physical support. Me and Adam the other week, I say the other week, literally like over a month ago, probably beginning of August, watched Oppenheimer at the cinema. And I mean, tragic, tragic, awful story aside, great film as well, by the way. Learning and, you know, seeing an example of like quantum physics and how people discovered like how to make something so so catastrophic from literally energy <laughs> is mind-blowing. An atom is 99.9999999% energy, which means that an atom, which is literally like the building block for the entire universe and everything that exists, is more energy than it is matter. So energetic healing work is so vital because that means you are more energy than you are matter. And so if we just look at the surface level of the matter, for example, I have I am stressed, therefore I need to have a glass of wine or I need to go and have a bath or 
I am in emotional pain or I am in physical pain. Therefore, I need to do something to get rid of that pain on the surface. That is like looking at what is physical, what is conscious, what is on the surface when there's so much more going on underneath. And the beautiful thing about Reiki is that energy is never destroyed or created. It just is, but it can be recycled. You know, it can be cleared, it can be protected, it can be channeled, it can be um, it can be healed. So Reiki is like this pure loving energy that is being channeled through the practitioner and being given to their client, to the person who's receiving it. And that means that if that person has any pain in their energy system, emotional pain, physical pain, any blockages in their energy system, you know, we talk so much about mindset blockages, but energetic blockages exist. Maybe in that person's chakra system, they struggle setting boundaries so their throat chakra might be blocked. You know, Reiki is one one thing that can help with that. Energy is everything. Energy influences everything. Energy is felt within everything. And so Reiki is about getting getting into a space of receiving pure loving healing energy from the universe via your practitioner. And I think that's a reason why like anyone can do Reiki, but being held by a skilled practitioner is also really important because not only have has that person received an attunement, so they've obviously opened up their channel like their their energetic and physical body to feel and experience and you know facilitate the reiki but they've also taken it very seriously in having their own energetic boundaries around that and feeling you know they are a grounded source of that energy and the, in, with Reiki, it's really important to be grounded when you are giving it to someone, but also when you're receiving it. I would never just start the session and then get a client like straight away, you know, giving them tons of Reiki. Because if you imagine a plug, a plug socket, the reason the light switch can turn off, can turn on and off, is the plug is plugged into the socket, which is earthing the electricity. If the electricity is not earthed, if it's not grounded, then good fucking luck turning that lamp on and getting any use out of it. So we always do grounding practices at the start and end of any sort of healing session that I do. But especially when I'm facilitating Reiki and I'm giving it to a client, because you can almost imagine like Reiki is coming up from up above and the way I experience it I'm sure many people are different I receive it through my crown chakra so literally like right the top of my head into my crown and it moves through my body 
I feel it going down my arms. I feel it in my hands and my hands become like these electromagnetic little pulse, pulsing, pulsation devices, if you will, that I can then move and like send to the client. And I just got an image of like a much more gentle and more healing approach, but you know, those like um, heart starting devices that people have (laughs) where it's like switches on and it goes, (laughs) it's kind of like that feeling in my hands. And again, like even to have the skill to be able to control that is really important because I'm going to allow you at the end of this session this episode to actually experience Reiki for yourself because everyone can access it but you will start to feel like whoa like I actually I feel this energy I feel these sensations I feel it as very like um a very intense like vibration in my hands and also my hands if I don't move them they can sometimes feel almost like claws so very like very intense, very intensified, very tight. So I want to talk a little bit about how I use Reiki, how I use it with clients, because everyone is different. You can go to one Reiki practitioner and they can literally just be like, right, lie down on the bed and then you're off. I know other Reiki practitioners use other tools mixed in. Some Reiki practitioners do more, um, of like guidance, you know, amidst the session. How I personally use Reiki is like one tool in a bigger like energy healing toolkit. So I use Reiki to to support clients integration. So I might be doing a breathwork session with a client and when they are resting and maybe releasing emotion and coming back into their body, like processing the experience they've just had, I I can send them Reiki, again, pure loving, healing energy, so they can feel supported, feel more relaxed, feel more at peace. I love using Reiki as a channeling and like um, healing, but also manifestation tool for clients as well almost like I'm praying for them in a way. So for example, I did a session with a client and we did breath work where she wanted to leave behind a certain chapter of her life that she'd really struggled with. And she wanted to go on more adventures and she wanted to like maybe even meet a guy. And like, there was a few different things that she was calling in, if you will. And so during her rest and Reiki part of the session, I was sending her Reiki and I was picturing her like living her best life, going on all these adventures, traveling like on top of a mountain, like doing all the things that she she loves to do. So for me, Reiki is like an enhancement of all the other somatic healing work that I do. I like using Reiki alongside other things because for me I like my work to be very I mean very 
very effective from like one session and that that includes like a multi-disciplined approach if you will I also like clients to be very involved in the process because the thing with Reiki is you can't unless you can do it yourself you can't always be involved in it and therefore if someone is say unblocking their throat chakra like I was saying before let's say they want to speak their truth more they want to heal that area they want to be able to communicate boundaries that's what they're working on I'm gonna use something else like EFT but that doesn't mean that they also can't receive Reiki in a different session because that's supporting them in its own way it's supporting their healing it is unblocking their energy system but when they're also partaking in their own healing work I find that the unconscious mind is unlocking and accepting the healing on a much deeper level with something like Reiki where again and I guess it's the same with I don't know if you've if anyone's ever been to like an amazing psychic with something that's like an external source of information in some way your ego can also get involved and like be a barrier and you might go and receive all this energy healing but if we've not un- it unpacked the unconscious beliefs or whatever and we've not healed that trauma or that belief system or that memory on a mind body and soul level reiki being more of like that energetic soul level then the person it's like that same pattern can still occur so i like using reiki with the other tools that i have so for me like breathwork and reiki are like a match made in heaven um likewise things like meditation visualization I love I love sending Reiki just generally to a group when I'm doing my sisterhood calls sessions um next level you group calls like anything on zoom where there's a group of women here I love just setting the intention that the women coming to this call and watching the replay are going to receive exactly what they need and I'm almost using the Reiki to assist me with that and assist them with whatever they're thinking about whatever they're working through whatever they're getting to grips with within that session so that's the beauty as well of energy healing because it's so magic and like always here like always happening it means that it can be felt whether you are in person with me or whether you're on zoom whether you're at an event whether it's one-to-one whether it's a group because you can send reiki by a distance healing as well and i'll talk about that in a minute because that wasn't something that i was open to like my my channel wasn't open to it initially and I really couldn't tap into it but something in the past like six to eight months I would say has clicked with that so just checking my notes because I'm trying to think if there's anything I've missed 
in terms of how I use it with clients. I feel like chakra work as well and Reiki go alongside each other. So if you want me to do a whole um, episode on like chakras and like common blockages I see with that, let me know. I'm more than happy to do that. But not to like go off topic because this episode is about Reiki and not chakra the chakra system. But even though they're, you know, the different, the different art forms, like the different healing art forms, the different cultures, chakra, you know, the chakra work is from Hinduism from India. Obviously, Reiki is Japan, while as I said before. And at the same time, I find that Reiki work and chakra work go like hand in hand because they're both dealing with energy. Reiki is like channeled energy from the universe. The chakra work is like specific energy centers of the body. So the generally what I find is like throat chakra, solar plexus chakra, or like sacral chakra. Those three tend to be generally what I work with, but of course, Reiki can be used with all of them. The women who I work with tend to have problems and issues or traumas or beliefs like surrounding those energy centers, boundaries, people pleasing, not speaking your truth, um, not being scared to be seen and heard, fear of judgment, um, shame around being a woman, um, body, you know, body shame, body image stuff, self-love stuff, self-worth, um, feeling powerless, feeling like a victim, um, having your power taken away, like again, boundaries with that. Those like issues all can kind of could like come under those chakras in terms of that chakra is the center of healing that aspect. So I really like using the two combined. I might send Reiki to someone's throat chakra as they've done a breathwork session around releasing the fear of being seen, for example. And recently, what was fascinating, one of my clients is also a Reiki practitioner and I did a group session with all of my one-to-one clients and I was sending this client Reiki specifically to her throat chakra because partly because we'd already spoken about what she was working through obviously we're always talking about what she's working through so we'd already had those conversations privately but what I find with Reiki which I'll get onto in a second with my personal journey with it is it goes where it needs to go so I am not a guru, right? I am not, I am not like a sacred being that was gifted with this, you know, miracle working thing that only I have. No, I am a channel for the universe. I'm a channel for service. I'm a channel for love. I'm a channel for healing. And so I'm not always like me, human, human cat, I'm not always involved in what is happening in a session, but I am holding the space and the facilitator for whatever needs to happen. 
So when I'm channeling and giving Reiki to a client, I know now to just trust that where I'm sending it to intentionally, energetically, is exactly where I'm being called to. Because I don't know always necessarily what they're in that exact moment feeling working through. They're generally lay in silence, like all with music playing. We're not, you know, this isn't a conversation that's happening where I'm like, oh, I'm sending this to your throat chakra now. Like they're relaxing. So there's a lot of trust and intuition involved in all of my work, but especially with the spiritual healing aspects of things. With that said, I want to finish by chatting about my journey with Reiki. So to give you like an overview of what happens if you are interested in Reiki, because if you just want to learn how to do Reiki for yourself, you can go to a skilled level one Reiki course. And level one Reiki, you will receive your first Reiki attunement And that means you can give Reiki to yourself. And, you know, if you would like to practice on a friend or a family member, you can do that. Then if you want to share Reiki with other people, you can do your level two, your level two attunement, your level two course. So I did my level two last summer. So what, like 18 months ago now or something, something like that. 16 months ago, whatever. If you want to go to the next level, which by the time you hear this episode, I will be midway through, is the Master Reiki course. So this is like the highest level of Reiki you can train in. And with each level, again, it's not like you're more special of a human if if you've done Master Reiki, but it's more so about you know, and so it's not to say that like someone who's done level one can't have profound results giving that to themselves, but it does mean that the with each level you go to, you are in deeper like devotion to the service of healing work. You are embracing the the lifestyle of Reiki, which again is a lot about healing, serving others, um being the embodiment of that work yourself and with each attunement your channel for the reiki energy for energy healing is getting stronger and stronger what i found is that about because i did level one and i really enjoyed it i loved the course i love my i love my reiki master like she is a you know an amazing woman I really loved level one. I experienced like, I experienced this profound like relaxation and it was just beautiful. That was in 20, that would have been in 2021. But I rarely used it after that. I think I used it a little bit on myself. Then I went and did my level two because I was like, okay, I'm really interested in this. Like I really want to do that more. I really want to use it more. So I did my level two and then from there, I feel like I started using it just for myself. So how I personally use Reiki is when I am doing 
a meditation, a breathwork session, a visualization, whatever I'm doing myself, I will essentially like switch on my Reiki. So I will send it to myself and set the intention again that it's assisting in whatever work I'm doing in that moment. So from my level two, I was able to, I would say, maybe like three to six months after doing my level two, something clicked and it was a couple of in-person events that I did where I was sharing the Reiki during my sessions. And the thing with Reiki is just like with everything, because it's not like you've got to be some sort of special chosen one to be able to do it. It is pra- it is a devotion, it is a practice. So you, the more you practice it, the stronger your channel will become, the stronger the energy will feel, the bigger the benefits you'll feel to the point where, like I said, I'm on Zoom with a client who is like hours away and on the other side of the UK and she knows that I'm working on her throat chakra even though she has no idea that I was setting, that I was being called to send the energy there. That strength of energy healing doesn't come like overnight, it comes with practice and when when it clicked and I started sharing it more in person events, I started infusing it into my healing sessions. I think when I started my breathwork certification towards the end of last year, and obviously then did my, you know, introductory breathwork sessions, which I know so many of you, so many of you had one and loved it. Again, like incorporating it into that, it just I found, and this is the case with everything, right? It's finding my way of doing it. My like gift started unlocking with it. And now I couldn't be without it. Like I find it so magical. And like I said, by the time you were hearing this one, I will be halfway through my master course. So I am so excited at what is going to unlock at that next level of my attunement. And of course, my amazing clients will get to benefit from that. So that is my journey with Reiki. If you have found this interesting, if Reiki is something you are curious about, I hope this has given you a bit of an insight into how I use it, what I believe, what other people, you know, what I've learned from my time with it. If you have any questions about it, if you are curious to know more, like I'm totally open to DMs on Instagram. Let me know like any specific questions you might have. If you are interested in working together on more of a healing capacity, my one-to-one program is where it's at for that. So if you want to go that layer deeper into that 360 mind, body, soul healing so that you are experiencing freedom from the doubts, the beliefs, the triggers, the day-to-day things that are holding you back from making the progress that you want to make, 
with your personal growth, with your healing, and with your with manifesting your goals. One-to-one coaching is where it's at for that. And I have space available at the moment for new one-to-one clients. If you're interested in a single breathwork and energy healing Reiki session, just reach out via Instagram and I'm always open to receiving bookings for those because if you're maybe not ready for one-to-one yet but you want some support, I'm more than happy to share one of those with you because they're super special and I personally find them so fulfilling to share. They are so intuitive, they're so beautiful. You get the recording to keep as well, which is amazing. With all that said, thank you for listening. I want you to be able to experience Reiki if you would like to. So I'm going to spend the next five minutes or so just guiding you through a really short and sweet Reiki experience. So you can experience that energy healing in your own body, the 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 natural ability that your body, your body's energy system has to, to heal, to send you loving energy when you focus on it with intention. And I'll put everything in the show notes for you if you are interested to know more. But without further ado, let's do a little mini Reiki session. So please do this when you can focus on it. So you might need to pause here and come back later. If you are on a walk, you might want to pop and sit down on a bench. If you are, you know, at the gym, you might want to pause and come back at the end of your workout. If you're in a car driving somewhere, you might pause here, wait till you're parked up somewhere safe. Or of course, if you're in your house and you can sit or lie down comfortably, perfect. So please do not do this whilst you are driving, whilst you're looking after kids, anything that requires your focused intention. And with all that said, if you are ready, you can close your eyes. And I always like to begin with a really simple grounding. So because this session is short and sweet, we'll just do a short and sweet grounding. So I want you to take a big deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And as that exhale comes out through the mouth, just see your awareness dropping down into your body, down the back of your spine, all the way down to the very bottom of your spine, your tailbone, your tailbone, the point where your body meets the chair or the bed, or the floor beneath you. And just breathing into this area, feeling grounded and rooted in this area. And if your feet are planted on the floor, you might also feel that center of gravity also holding up your body, holding up your feet. Pulling you down into the earth. Take another big deep breath. And with that, bringing attention to your hands. And I want you to just focus on the energy that is running through your hands right now. 
this is your life force energy that is always running through your entire system. It's like the electric current that keeps you alive, that has your body here in this moment. Focusing on your hands, I want you to notice how this energy is beginning to feel. And what you might notice is that you start feeling sensation in your hands. Maybe your hands feel heavier or lighter. Maybe they feel tingly. Or you sense an electricity or a vibration. Just see if you can amplify that energy even more and let it run through each and every finger all the way up to each and every fingertip so that your entire hand is almost buzzing with that energy. And from here, you might want to bring your hands to a place where you could be holding in front of you a ball, a football, a tennis ball, whatever size it is. And as you do that, you can almost feel like there could be physical matter between your hands. There could be a physical ball between your hands because this energy is so strong it's almost like there is an object between your hands. But there isn't, it's just this energy. That electric current. And just bringing your hands to a comfortable place now in your lap or by your side and placing them palms down on your body or on the floor taking a big deep breath, that energy is Reiki. It's your body's life force energy. And so opening your eyes when you're ready, what you might like to do to just kind of cool it off, if you will, tone it down, turn it off, is just rub your hands together. Maybe rub them on your arms, give yourself a hug, do something really nice and ground in big deep breath (sighs) and that is Reiki so imagine what it's like to receive that in a full session you know and that's just a taster of how it can feel so if you are brand new to Reiki I hope you found that interesting let me know what your experience was on Instagram and If you loved this educational episode, I can't wait to hear your feedback. And all the show notes will be there if you're ready to dive in deeper and do more of this work. I will speak to you soon. And I have a very exciting announcement coming next week. My free manifestation challenge is coming back in November. And I can't wait to share that with you. So that is ready to go from next Monday. So make sure you tune into that episode. I'll see you there.